Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Hey there, I'm Dallas Travers and you're listening to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Before we dive in, I have a gift for you today. I created a really cool quiz just for coaches. It's designed to reveal your coaching superpower and give you a customized toolkit to take your business to the next level. I had so much fun creating this quiz and I have to admit that I'm really proud of how it turned out. So now I get to share it with you, dear listener, and I'm so excited. So what I want you to do is hit pause and go to sixfigurecoachquiz.com to find out your coaching superpower right now. Then please be sure to DM me on Instagram to share your results. On Instagram and actually everywhere on social, I'm Dallas Travers, and I cannot wait to hear from you. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. My guest is Tammy Cunningham, who's been suffering from enrollment fatigue for nearly a decade. You know that dread and fear and baggage that comes when it's time to get into selling mode to fill your next program? That process has always been a total drag for Tammy, and we were both determined to heal it once and for all inside of our session. And you know, I think we actually did. Tammy realized that she had to let go of the ghosts of failed launches past and step into a new and transparent process to fill her upcoming group program. By the end of our conversation, Tammy had a routine in place for inner healing, a plan to actually enlist her audience's support to fill her program, and a clear path to launch for the very first time with a webinar. It was so much fun to see Tammy shift from burnt out to enlivened as our conversation unfolded. And I know that if you feel done with selling or just fearful about it, this episode will help you too. Let's get into it. Hi, Tammy. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm really excited to dive in today. Nice to be here. I'm so pleased. So before we get into it, let's just get a bit of a state of the union from you. How's it going inside the Six Figure Coach Club? It's going good. I'm still like finding my way and I'm the kind of person that's like, okay, well, I want to see, I want to read the last few pages of the book. So I've been all over the place in the program. Yeah. So, and it's revolutionizing what I'm doing, even though I'm still trying to figure it all out. Right. I've already been telling people, come and come and take it. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Thank you. I think you and I are similar in that we want to get, I feel most comfortable diving in when I have enough context, right? Or a bit of a lay of the land. And then I'm all in. So I can relate to that. Good. I'm glad you're, you're scoping it out. It's great to have you. So I think we're about to have a really interesting conversation that I know a lot of our listeners can relate to. Can you share with everyone what you want to walk away with from our time together today? 
Thank you. I would really love to get some clarity on how to tell people what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm so struggling with it. And I think that I'm clear. And then I'm getting feedback that like people just don't get it. I don't get what you do. I don't understand it. So I need to get some clarity. And I've just been in this burnout Mm -hmm. for a really long time, like almost a decade around enrollment. And I, I think like all of that is combined and it's getting in my way. So I'd love to, I'd love your help in clearing that. Yeah. Okay. So what I hear you say, actually, before I reflect back, talk to me a little bit more about enrollment burnout. What does that look like for you? I want to just really get a sense for what you're experiencing. So what that looks like for me is I have just this deep sense of dread around uh, trying to sell my products, trying to sell my workshops. And like, I'll have everything prepared and hesitate on launching. Mm -hmm. And it feels like it it actually, it's a feeling in my body. And I think I understand how people get fibromyalgia. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like in my body, it's in my skin. It hurts to think about. It hurts in my throat. Yes. Oh, it's Mm. just like, and and then like, it's not where I want to be in my mind at all. No, or body. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like worrying. How is this going to come across? Is this going to, like, I just want to fill my workshops and do great work for people. That's what I want to do. Yes. I want to do VIP days with people. Like I love, that's the juiciness for me. Yep. And Got it. so I keep pushing through. And one of my friends was like, maybe this is a sign that you shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, no, I know that the work that I'm doing fills me and other people and it's transformational. Yeah. So I keep pushing myself through this painful process of enrollment so that I can get to the juiciness. I, mm-hmm. Oh God, it's really taking a toll on me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hear you. I can actually feel it in my own throat as you're talking. Yeah. So what I'm for our listeners, there are these two things happening simultaneously and they actually impact each other. One is you find it hard to communicate what it is you do in a way that people understand and can get behind. And selling, enrolling into your programs has always felt like a freaking slog. And so there's this idea here that if I had the right words, enrollment would be less sloggy. Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. What if it wasn't the words? What if it was something other than having the right words? What would it be if it wasn't that? Mm -mm. Well, a lot of my business comes from other people. So other people are talking about it. So, yeah. you know, like the concept of having your disciples out there that love you. So that's, uh, wouldn't it be nice if just people said, you've got to work with Tammy, which is often how it works for right. me. Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel like there's something, let's find out, but I feel like there's something underneath it here. It's like you're being invited to heal something. Mm-hmm. And it's like the invitation just keeps getting louder and louder because you forget to RSVP. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I, I thought that was really clear, but I guess not. Let's let's make it harder for her to enroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is just you and me talking. You don't have to get it right, but tell me about your work. What is it you do? Okay. This is, and I don't have to say it in the statement because the statement like that does my head in. Oh my gosh. So, okay. What I do is I train other facilitators and I teach them 
how to go really deep with their clients so that those clients can experience real transformation. Mm -hmm. And I help facilitators, I teach them how to deal with the hijackers in the room. You know, the people that are, you know, speaking over you, joking around, or people, especially people who get upset. Most people, they design a workshop or an event, and they don't take into account that there's going to be people there that are going to hijack the room. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So I train people to do that. And then I also help people design workshops that make sense Mm -hmm. so that you can really get to where you need to go with your participants. Mm -hmm. Most people design from what they know rather than what's needed. So I help people get to what's needed. Got it. So it's almost like a bit of a before, not quite an after, but like a before, during, and after. So you help workshop facilitators design a course for greatest impact, go like expand their facilitation skills so they can go deeper with clients, and manage the unexpected ruptures, I can't think of a better word right now, that often happen in a live group experience. Exactly. Right. But it sounds like it's all in service to what? Helping uh, clients get the most out of workshops, delivering the biggest transformation. What is that? If there was one outcome of the workshop itself, what is it? Hmm. Such a good question. What I noticed that my participants of my workshop experience is that they are now able to speak more clearly, go more deeply than themselves, confront their own biases and Mm -hmm. their own triggers, right? So that's really a lot of what we're doing. We're cleaning that stuff up so that they're clear and they can arrive clear for their people. And I also, it's like, I've had people come from who are coaches trying to go from coach to uh, workshop leader. Mm -hmm. I've had seminar leaders come, like people who are landmark seminar trainers have come to take my training so that they can go deeper. Yeah, I've had people from social innovation come and social innovation is huge now and it's only going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. And then also people who are just managing teams. So yes. it isn't necessarily specific to the workshop, but it's, it is specific to the communication, particularly in groups. Yeah. Got it. I'm just, so when you talk about what you do, do you notice a theme about where people get lost? So you said that people are like, I don't know what you do. I don't quite get it. Do you ever notice where it might take a, a weird turn? Sometimes people are like, well, I already train people. So why would I need you? That's one thing, uh-huh. right? Why, those, why do I need It's you? those people who need you the most. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm already good at this. <laughs> yes, I'm so good at this, yeah. <laughs> and then I think that sometimes people get tripped up on, like something that people have been getting tripped up on is hijackers because I, yes. I do a lot of training on hijackers. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, well, if I have a hijacker in my room, I'll just, uh, you know, I'll just ex- escort them out or I'll just you know, mute them on the call. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh, I've got, maybe I've gone too specific mm-hmm. in one specific aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my sense. I felt like you almost hijacked your own description when you talked about hijackers. Cause my head, I just, it brought up a lot of questions for me, like hijackers, like people who 
consciously try to ruin the experience? What does, I was like, what does she mean by hijacker? Mm. And I think that's where things might go sideways. Because what I see here is like, what is it that you do? I help workshop facilitators go deeper so they can create the most extraordinary experience for every person in the room. And so and when we leave it there, right? Oh, really? How do you do that? Well, it's actually three main things. The first one is helping people design a course, not from their own experience, but from this place. And I've lost the words, Tammy, so you can fill that in for me, right? Mm-hmm. So not from their own experience, but from where do you have them? From, from the needs of the participant. From the needs of the participants. The second track is deepening their facilitation skills so they can provide a more profound transformation and keep the space safe. And the third one, believe it or not, is giving them skills to manage hijackers. Whether attendees purposefully or accidentally create distractions in the room, Facilitators need to have a plan for how to manage that in order to ensure a transformation for all. That's brilliant. Oh my gosh. I feel like a huge sigh of relief just hearing it said that way. Uh, So good thing we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) But so my sense, and then I think there's more to it than just having the right words. So we're going to go there if you're open to it. Yes, But just from the outside looking in, it's almost as though you've tried to fit it all in to one concise little statement. And that's too much pressure, especially when you do this deep and layered work. Mm-hmm. So inside the Six Figure Coach Club, right, we call it the Dream Client Power Statement. And it's kind of this Mad Libs game. It's not designed to actually answer the question, what do you do? It's designed to spark enough curiosity that that question turns into a conversation. Okay. Thank you. That is so helpful. Okay, so right. I've been like trying to put everything in, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then like, yes. I don't want to leave anything out. And there's all this pressure to make sure people understand, but it's a air quotes here, 30 second elevator pitch. It's like way too precious and way too much. But just I train workshop facilitators to create the world's greatest experience for every person in the room. I naturally, I can't imagine anyone hearing that and saying, oh, that's nice and moving on. Mm -hmm. I'm immediately drawn in and curious, and that's where we want people. Amazing. And then I I would encourage you, if it resonates, to then explain it in terms of these three tracks or three pillars or three moving parts. And end with the hijackers, because that is very intriguing, right? So it's like a nice little button on the conversation. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what is an action step for you around this part of the conversation, around the magic words to describe your work? Hmm. An action step. Like, uh, do you mean like practicing it or? Yeah. Like getting this recording and writing it down, testing it on some people, like sleeping with it under your pillow, whatever, (laughs) whatever. I, that is not a joke. I actually, <laughs> it's like my secret to a webinar that converts is to print the webinar script out and sleep with it for a week. So there you have it. <laughs> I love that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm asking like, what would you like to do 
with these words now to make them your own and really begin to embody them in mm -hmm. your outreach, in your marketing, in your enrollment process? Okay. Well, actually, thank you for that because something that was interesting for me was doing the spark calls. Yeah. And guess what? I booked clients out of the spark calls. So now this is a great tool. I think I, I want to go back and do more spark calls. Yeah. Like I've already started making a list of people I want to invite to spark calls. And then uh, I can use this clarity mm -hmm. and start to speak that language mm -hmm. and be able to practice speaking that language with people. I love it. That's yeah. great. For our listeners inside the club, we have these spark conversations, which are essentially interviews with uh, members of your target audience to really pull out from them the language they use to talk about their goals, their desires, their obstacles. So yeah, and those spark sessions often result in clients because it's such a connected conversation, right? That's yeah. so cool. Okay, great. All right. So I propose that we take a little break when we come back, I, if you're open to it, I want to dig a little deeper because there's got to be more to it than just not having the perfect words. Are you up for that, Tammy? I am so up for it. Great. Let's take a break and we'll come right back. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the coach class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Okay, we're back. I'm with Tammy Cunningham. And we just, I think we had a bit of a breakthrough there when it comes to finding the words to describe your work in a way that feels grounded for you and creates curiosity for others. I feel like it was a huge breakthrough. Thank yeah. you. Oh, I'm so excited. It's just and something I could not get my head around and I, I needed you. So thank you. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. And for our listeners... Let me take you behind the scenes. The only thing that happened, we're so lucky that we're all coaches, and it's really hard to coach ourselves. I just used my listening skills as a coach to pay attention to what you said, and then I just fed it back to you in a different order than you've been able to see it. So there was no, no real science there, right? It's just about using our listening skills. So if you're listening and you feel stuck around finding the magic words, maybe talk to another coach about it. And instead of having a branding conversation, have a coaching conversation and see what they can pull forward. All right. Speaking of coaching conversations, let's see what's up for you today around your relationship to the enrollment process. You described it earlier as enrollment burnout. So when you think about enrolling, what's present for you? Oh, gosh. When I think about enrolling, I start to think maybe I should go back to school and become a paralegal. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, ugh. 
Yeah. Painful. Yeah. Painful. Yeah. Yeah. Let that pained part of you tell me more. Yeah. It's like, it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm fumbling and I'm so embarrassed of fumbling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like, it, yeah, I just feel scared that it's not going to come together. Yeah. Yeah. It's very and painful. Coming together, does that look like enrolling clients or does it look like knowing you communicated it in a clear way? I think when I say coming together, uh, it's it's like my programs are full and it felt good and it felt easy. And my, you know what I mean? I have as many VIP days booked as I can do. Mm-hmm. Like that's how coming together feels to me. Got it. That's what I mean. Got it. So other than the mad, if it was, I said this question earlier, but let's revisit it. If it was, if there was more to it than just, I've never had the right words to describe this. Mm -hmm. If there was something inherently inside of you that rubbed up against this process of enrollment, what do you think that might be? I think there's some perfectionism Mm -hmm. that's rubbing up against it and just being seen. Totally. That's my sense. I feel like I'm talking to myself right now a little bit, (laughs) right? We both like to get a lay of the land. We both probably appreciate excellence, right? And strive for it. I'll confess I'm very uncomfortable working things out in public. I would kind of rather not do the thing than work it out in front of somebody else. So what I'm hearing, do you relate to, I see you nodding, but. Yes, I relate to that big time. Yes. I've definitely, like I've had times when I've had to cancel workshops. Yeah. And I've had to cancel things. Mm -hmm. And like, I, and I had to cancel uh, several things in a row where I was just not getting the support. And then I found out that people were talking about me and calling me the canceler. And so now I'm terrified to be the canceler. And the last big workshop I enrolled before, like in 2019, I actually didn't contact my list at all. Yeah. Until it was, I knew it was a go. And then I contacted my list. So, you know what I mean? Like I feel like, and it's a good pre-qualified list, but I'm scared of it now. I don't even want to talk to those guys. Yeah. The canceler. Oh, I get that wound. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So if you could lean in to the part of yourself that's wounded around this, what would what would need to happen in order for you to release the ghosts of enrollment's past? <laughs> I like the way you said that. I'm not sure what I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really like it keeps me up at night. Yeah. It's like okay, I I need to launch this thing gosh, do I send it out to my list? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know how to heal it. I've, t- I've had conversations with people and I've said, listen, you know, the only way I can do this stuff is if people, you know, talk about it, you know what I mean? Like, this is how, how to do it. Yeah. And I don't think people really understand, you know, people with nine to five jobs don't really understand the totally. entrepreneurial world. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple of like a woo-woo suggestion for you. And then I think a couple of strategic or practical suggestions. Let's see what resonates. Okay. I would love to invite you 
in whatever form is most comfortable to, for the next 32 days, dedicate some time for giving yourself of the judgments you've set from the, go- like, related to enrollment. So, for example, judging your list as dangerous, right? Dudge- judging them as not getting it. They're nine to fivers. They don't understand what, what goes into it. Judging yourself as the canceller. Mm-hmm. So, in practice, what that might look like would be maybe writing down like judgments, like present today, right? And then just a list, right? Like I'm a big canceler. I'm not good at selling. People don't get it. Just whatever's present and let it come out onto the page. And then one at a time, I forgive myself for judging myself as a canceler, right? Today, I'm willing to let that go. I forgive myself for judging my list as a bunch of meanies. (laughs) Talking behind my back, right? Today, I'm willing to let that go. So I wonder if part of I don't know how to heal it is has been looking for the thing to heal instead of allowing healing to be a natural progression. Mm -hmm. So does that, how, if at all, does that suggestion land for you? I think that... That is the perfect thing to do. Yeah. I think that you said 32 days of forgiveness. And yeah, yeah, I think that that's the best thing to do. And first, like really giving a name to those judgments that you're carrying around, right? Because then they're just these like dark shadows. What are the judgments? Let me give a name to them. And then I forgive it. Today, I'm letting it go. So there's no pressure for to have it be erased for good, right? Those of us who are really into personal development, we love those big transformations. We love the drama of it, right? And that's often not what life looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. are you willing, are you willing to make that commitment today? One hundred percent. Yes. Great. All right. So I'm going to check in with you in 32 days. Thank you. And I, it's a very woo-woo thing, but I heard once that taking a practice like this longer than the length of any month. There's something very powerful and it's like running, really running through the tape on that commitment to ourselves. Thank you. Yeah. I think this will be very good. Then I also wonder, so let's shift now and I'll offer a couple of practical suggestions. I wonder if there is a way in a way to address the contingency plan, if you will, when you're talking about enrollment right? So let me try it on a little bit. It might be something like a a message to your list that says, I'm putting together a workshop for facilitators who want to learn the three concrete ways to deliver the uh, greatest workshop on planet earth, right? In order for this class to be effective, right? I need 30 students in the room, So if we can pull together 30 students, here's what we'll learn. So you kind of, you invite your list into the journey so that it's not this big surprise or the rolling of the eyes like, oh, here's Tammy again. She always never follows through. Letting them see the behind the scenes a bit more so that they understand and you now have permission to host the class or not host the class. Now that's kind of vulnerable. And for those of us who don't like working things out in front of people, it's easier said than done. But how does that suggestion land for you? That sounds really good. It feels more 
like a more gentle approach mm-hmm. than what I've been doing and gentle for me, especially. Yeah. It's really taking care of yourself. Yeah. And I think it might even open up the door for when someone enrolls, you can have a whole marketing plan for them to bring a peer, right? Like our goal is 30 students and we're at 24. So I'd like you to, like, I didn't, I encourage you to invite a friend so that we can all meet on May 29th for this class. Mm-hmm. I call this kind of marketing creating a cause, mm-hmm. right? Where you really help people feel like they're a part of something rather than just a customer of something, right? So now your students get to help you reach this goal, if you will, or it's a collective effort to reach a goal that benefits all. Like a community. Mm-hmm. community of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just feel into what else might be present for you. We talked about a pretty clear and compelling way to describe your work. We talked about this 32-day process to just begin to shed those judgments that will continue to reappear and then we let them go again. And then we talked about this practical way to really let people in behind the scenes when you're filling your program so that if you have to cancel it, it's not a big surprise. Yeah. And to also encourage them to to market the class for you. Yes. What else do we need to address today, do you think? Hmm. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a new place because I've on this, been on this big journey. And I know we talked about it before that last year I was a year of going through chemotherapy and surgery and all that stuff. So I feel like as I'm starting my business again, mm-hmm. I notice that some of the same olds coming up and I don't want the same olds anymore. I want, like, I want to be fresh. That's why I signed up for Six Figure Coaching Club. I just thought that would be the best thing. So I feel like this is already shifting it to having this conversation. I think that you know, I've already designed a year-long program. I've beta tested it. I'm yeah. ready to go, but I just like so scared to start enrolling it. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know what I want to ask you about that. Something like, yeah, I don't know what to ask you about how to get there. What do I need to do? Yep. Great. Like, what can I do today to get there? And I was hoping to start by, you know, the end of September okay. to launch it. Yeah. Great. And when you say the end of September, you mean delivering the program or begin marketing the program? I'm, I had thought delivering, but Great. I want to understand if like, is that realistic? I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm flailing anymore. I totally get it. Yeah. So this relates to the, my first question before we create a bit of an agenda for you. Okay. Because September sounds like it's forever away and it's around the corner. Mm-hmm. So same old. You said I want it's a lot of the same old is coming up for me and I want a fresh start. Tell me about what same old looks like. Same old is like a lot of pressure and stress on myself to push through. Uh-huh. And same old looks like doing a lot of free stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot of free stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and also same old looks like, like going to the retreat on Friday was excellent. Like I got so a metric ton. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I loved every minute of Fun, it. Wasn't it? It was so time. good. It was so good. <laughs> um, one of the things that I learned is that my pricing is so low. It's ridiculously low. 
So that was another thing. So I'm giving away all this free stuff and then not booking as much as I feel like I should be. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I book, it's like, I'm actually not making a terrific amount of money. Yeah. And so I really want to bust through that. Got it. And shift it in a way like, oh, like recently a friend asked me, um, how do you want to feel in your body? Like for the month of May and then for the month of June, it's like, oh, not like this. Right. Definitely not like this. So I want to feel like, I just want to feel excited and exhilarated and honored and honoring. Mm -hmm. Like that's how I want to feel. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious because at the retreat, we did not t- have a pricing conversation. That w- There wasn't training on prices. So how did you learn that oh. you're undercharging? I'm so curious. <laughs> oh, I, think I think this is 100% related to the slog of enrollment. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell a little story around it. But first, I'd love to hear what happened. Like, yeah, what happened? <laughs> Quite beautifully. I loved what you did in putting us into small groups for mm-hmm. breakout sessions. And I I like instantly fell in love with the people I was in breakout sessions. And so in hearing them talk about pricing, I was like, oh, hmm, I'm really off track here. Yeah. And then when you talked about creating a VIP day, Mm-hmm. which I totally loved. And I've been doing like VIP days are my jam. And yeah. I, I still learned a metric ton about them, but also your pricing and my pricing are like quite a distance apart. So mm-hmm. that's where I got the uh, realization about my pricing. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. I can relate to this. And the truth is our prices are the prices that we can say without throwing up And then, right, we become a little bit more tolerant. Our prices grow with us. So I always hesitate to just go down the path of like, I'm using giant air quotes for our listeners here of charging your worth because how, how, I don't know about you, but I'm worth about eight gazillion dollars. So how can I ever charge that, right? Same with you. But the pricing has to match the transformation. Otherwise, we create confusion, So if you actually help workshop facilitators, they're charging for their workshops, right? If you help them create the world's greatest transformation for every student in the room, and then you have a price that is not reflective of that big a transformation, they get confused and assume they misunderstood what you're actually doing. Mm, Yeah. I learned this. I was grossly undercharging for the six-figure coach club. And I had a conversation with someone about it. And she's so in, right? This sounds amazing. It's exactly what I needed. And then I shared the price. And she almost looked angry. She looked so super confused. And it's because, and she said to me, wait, can you tell me again what the program is? Because I must have gotten confused. Because there's no way that this price matches the transformation that you offer. So I wonder how much of the slog of enrollment has actually been related to the fact that your pricing is confusing and therefore attracting the wrong people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because I do get, like, I'm sure a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, that's a bit expensive or that's, you know, it could be 27 cents and somebody will say that to you. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. Great. So did you raise your rates after Friday's 
retreat? Uh, no, I've just been sitting and looking at them uh, <laughs> with fear and trepidation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, totally. oh my gosh, I'm not even booking people right now. Yeah. You know, I have like, I, I do have a handful of clients after coming back and everything, but I haven't enrolled a workshop yet. And I'm like looking at the prices going, really? I'm going to raise this? Yeah. Tammy, Nobody's it's not the price. Yet. It's not the price. It's your approach. Yeah. It's really not the price. So here's a little ha- a pricing hack. Okay. Whatever. I'm just going to, I'm going to pretend just to make it easy on myself that your price is $100 a workshop. Okay. And it damn well better not be like for the record. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just pretend though, right? During your 32 day process, I want you to also walk around saying to yourself in the shower, in the car, at the grocery store while you're cooking, my workshop is $200. So we double the price in your mind and you get so used to saying that price that when your actual price, your increased rate, okay, rolls off your tongue, it rides on the energy of, I know, you're welcome. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of, oh gosh, is this too much? Can they afford it? So to break that down, think about what you really should be charging for this program, the price that matches the transformation, double it, and that doubled number you're saying to yourself all the time for a month, and you will really embody the value of your program when you're just so accustomed to saying such a bigger number. Does that make sense? That makes beautiful sense. Yeah, it's really fun too. It's really fun. That's helpful. Okay. So more of the same is doing a bunch of free stuff, feeling frustrated because this is such an incredible deal and there doesn't seem to be the interest that all the work you've put in warrants. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the past, when you've launched or or filled a workshop, what has the strategy been in a nutshell? So, okay. So when I run a a workshop, I put it out to my various social media channels. Okay. And then I put, I write a, an invitation to my list. Mm-hmm. And then uh, quite often, actually I go old school. I mean, I've been doing this since like the nineties, the early nineties. Right? So yeah. I go old school and I will literally take my notepad and write down 50 people that I would love to see there. Target list. And then, 50 people that I'm afraid to call. Ah, uh-huh. And then I'll write 50 people that I just haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I try to do like 50s and then I will uh, send them direct messages. I okay. will call them on the telephone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like my list of people, like 50 people that I want to see, like my, those favorites, I call and I say, hi, just so you know, you're on my favorites list. Like I just tell them. Yeah. And And so that's really helpful. And I've often filled courses by doing that, like super old school. And then some of my strategies have also been to have a do pricing where I do a price for a single ticket, but then I do a price like buy one, get one half off if you bring a friend. Yep. So Mm -hmm. I like to do that. So we, you know, and I, and I talk about, you know, how great it is to bring somebody with you when you're mm-hmm. learning something and when you transform together, you can practice together later on. So, yeah. So that's right. something that I've been doing. And then during workshops, I often will do like a group picture 
And then I produce that picture and I send it to everybody. And maybe I'll put it in a little frame or I'll put it in a, like attach it to a magnet. I've done that before. Mm -hmm. So it can actually just go right on their fridge. Mm -hmm. And I create like WhatsApp groups. Lately it's been WhatsApp. It used to be like all on Facebook, but now we do like a WhatsApp group. And then that the people in the WhatsApp group are like chit chatty and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Great. Okay. So you said earlier doing a bunch of free stuff. What's the free stuff been? The free stuff has been like, I ran a a series of monthly dinners. Okay. And it was basically people just paid for their dinner. Mm -hmm. And then I would bring in another speaker and I called it dinner inspirations and uh, it created a bit of a tribe. So, but what I found was people then were were considering me a networker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, You have to meet Tammy. She knows everybody. She's so great at connecting everybody, which is true. But it's not my how doesn't I make fill it. your groups. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at your your goal for the launch of for this September program. How many people? I heard you say it's going to be a year long program. Mm-hmm. How many members would you like to have in the year long program? I would love to have thirty. Thirty. Yes. But and like I have sort of a you know the gold, bronze, silver, platinum, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind yeah. of dreams, right? Yeah. And so sort of the bronze would be like, if I had 10 people for okay. this first year, that would be totally great. We'd okay. get so much done. And, um, you know, I've already done it as a beta mm-hmm. in the 10 that, you know, people, I did it in three sections. Mm-hmm. So about 30 people have done my level one and then level two, probably around 20 people. And then yes. Got Six it. people have done level three kind of thing. So. Okay, great. How big is your list? My list is, my pre-qualified list is around maybe 800. 800 people. Okay. Yes. And then my unqualified list is probably about the same. I don't really count my social media accounts. Yeah. I yeah, just it's count hard, people it's who- hard to quantify that, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. anybody who's come to a free event but didn't buy, I would consider them an unqualified. Okay. Uh, person and then pre-qualified is anybody who bought anything, even if it was like, you know, just a talk or just a Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. So inside the Six Figure Coach Club curriculum, Course Catapult is module set. It's like the last module, right? I say we actually launch this program. Instead of just relying on email and social posts, I would love to see you continue your target list exercise. If nothing else, it'll just help you really embody the language that we just touched on earlier in our conversation. But on top of that, following the Ultimate Course Launch Roadmap, which is a 90-day pre-launch schedule. So you begin connecting with your audience planting seeds about this program that launches in September, right? Enrollment will actually be August, right, for a September launch. Okay. And my suggestion would be let's launch this sucker with a webinar. Okay. That's sexy. I like that. Yeah. It's it's definitely not same old, same old. Just to toot the, the club's horn for a minute, the average revenue members make following Course Catapult and launching with a webinar is 70 grand. And that's on a $900 program typically, right? Mm-hmm. So it's been proven to work. 
And part of why it works is because what you're promoting is this free class, the webinar. The webinar is so rock solid and compelling. It creates what I call experiential marketing, which is not the best branding in the world, but we sell through creating an experience for people. So they really understand the value of what they're investing in, which you cannot do. I don't care which copywriter you have hired or how skilled a writer are. You can't do that with a social media post. You cannot do that with an email invitation. Mm-hmm. I would argue that it's even hard to do in a, a call, right? So I say we, all right, so August is enrollment. July is promo. June, which is right around the corner, by the time this episode airs, it will be June and you will be (laughs) in the planting seeds process, all right? Now, what we're planting seeds for is the kickoff class that opens enrollment for the program. And all roads lead to the kickoff class, the webinar, all right? Our goal, if we want 30 members in your program, our goal is 300 people signed up for that webinar. Okay. Do you hear me say that number? And does that feel easy? Does that feel doable, but hard? Like what? I don't even know who those people are. Who are they? Where are they? That's the fun fun part. Okay. Okay. So step one, we've got your 32-day process that we talked about. Step two, Spark interviews, right? And just other ways to embody the way you talk about your work. Step three, create your three lists of 50 people. And you'll probably begin reaching out to them in mid-June, right? The invitation is to the masterclass, the webinar. Okay. Step four, dig into Course Catapult now. Because it's all there, right? It's all there. And if you have a head start and give yourself enough time, you can execute it beautifully. And then step five is we need to think about how do we get 800, how do we get another 300 people on your mailing list between now and August? Okay. So what, if any, list building strategies have you implemented in the past? And that's like basically everything that I've been doing is like run of dinnerspirations, run an evening talk, you know, and that kind of thing. I'm still so old school. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I learned all this stuff in the '90s, so I'm still so old school. I and I not that I haven't tried to study how to do and like figure out what 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 is a click funnel, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the existential question, right? Yeah. What is a click funnel? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> okay, so this is about you carving out time to review and implement two of the modules at the same time. Okay. So for all of our other Six Figure Coach Club members who are listening, I want you to plug your ears because I'm about to tell Tammy to skip ahead. (laughs) 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 So carving out time to go through Course Catapult and implement as you go. It's really delivered in sequential order so that you can... You don't have to absorb all the training and then go back and implement. I would implement as you go. And also the community code, right, which is module four, where you really begin to build build your audience. Great. I needed this permission to skip ahead. I needed oh. it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to enroll one-on-one clients. Like, yeah. 
I have one-on-one clients. I love them, but my joy is really in the group work. Yep. Good. Permission granted. Thank you. <laughs> you are the voice of permission. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Great. All right. So you've got some work ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm my, Yeah, good. I was just going to say, but my sense is that you might right now be feeling excited, honored, and honoring. Is that accurate? Yes. That's how you said you wanted to feel. Yes. Great. This was so much fun. So much fun. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. You're so welcome. If you had to share your big takeaway from our conversation as we wrap up here, what would it be? Gosh, there's so much. Like this has just been such a juicy call. Yeah, agree. So juicy. I feel like this call is a complete pivot for me. Mm. Yes. To forgive myself, to start fresh. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like a, a reset, right? A reset, yeah. a reset. Yeah. I needed, I need, and I needed this permission to just like go and yeah. And I just want to encourage you to also allow it to happen when you're really good at what you do. And that is something that you have in your corner, right? You can let it be easy. So let enrollment be easy and bigger. It's like you've been enrolling in the past in this very quiet and private way in order to avoid being embarrassed or doing it wrong. And I, my sense is that the more public you can be with this and the more allowing you can be with this, the easier it will actually feel for you. Thank you. Yes. I like the way you just described it too, that I've been so private and now, and that was a big piece that you offered me earlier was to actually invite my list to participate in the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get them invested in this. Yeah. That feels so much more gentle than what I've been doing. Thank you. you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm really excited for you. I'm really thrilled. Yeah. Me too. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I feel like there are we covered so much ground here. So for everyone listening, just take a moment to quiet yourself and grab on to that one core takeaway that you can then run with. Even if that takeaway is just re-listening to the episode, because this we covered a lot of ground and I'm I'm excited to hear how it impacts all of our listeners. So thank you so much, Tammy, for being here. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.